Hello, my name is Ho Jun Yoon. You are listening to Medicine on the Way. The boat rides we would take. The moonlight on the lake. It is December two thousand and thirteen. This is episode number thirty-two, and today's topic is otitis externa. Otitis externa, or commonly known as swimmer's ear, is an inflammation caused by infection in the external auditory canal. Ears are often exposed to trauma, for instance, scratching the inside of the ears or using Q-tips, humidity, heat, and maceration. Cerumen is frequently absent before an inflammation develops. Cerumen is an acidic mixture of apocrine and sebaceous gland secretions with desquamated epithelial cells. Cerumen with the acidic pH functions as a physical barrier protecting the skin of the external auditory canal. Because of the property of cerumen, the external auditory canal is somewhat an acidic environment. And losing the acidity has been shown to be proportionate to the degree of infection. The results of losing the acidity are edema of the stratum corneum and occlusion of apopilocebaceous units. Once there is an inflammation, bacterial overgrowth occurs, which is characterized by edema and intense pain. The common responsible organisms for otitis externa include Pseudomonas aeruginosa and Staphylococcus aureus. Other organisms causing otitis externa include Staphylococcus epidermidis, Escherichia coli, Proteus species, and fungus such as Aspergillus. Symptoms of otitis externa include otalgia, which is often reproduced by mastication, such as eating or yawning, otorrhea, pruritus, and oral fullness, decreased hearing, and tenderness to palpation. Signs of otitis externa include ear pain when the pinna is pulled, erythema, and edema of the、um, ear canal, purulent exudate. And lymphadenopathy of periauricular and anterior cervical lymph nodes. Unlike otitis media, otitis externa shows normal mobility of tympanic membrane when examined by pneumonic otoscopy. The most important measures to treat otitis externa is to protect the ear from the additional moisture and further trauma, such as scratching. For patients who swim frequently, drying agent such as 50/50 mixture of isopropyl alcohol, white vinegar, after getting water into the ears, may promote acidification. Once infection is confirmed, acidic otic antibiotic drops that contain either fluoroquinolone or aminoglycoside, with or without corticosteroids, are generally given. Purulent debris in the ear canal should be removed for the topical agent to enter. If there is a significant edema preventing the topical agent from entering, a wick 
is placed to facilitate entry of the medication. If signs of cellulitis of the、uh, periauricular tissue are observed, oral fluoroquinolones are given due to its effectiveness against Pseudomonas species. Persistent otitis externa in a patient with diabetes or immunocompromised status should be referred to a specialist. Malignant otitis externa has to be noted, and it is complication of otitis externa. Malignant otitis externa is a potentially life-threatening infection of the external auditory that involves the pinna, soft tissues, and the skull base. Most cases of malignant otitis externa are caused by Pseudomonas aeruginosa. It is called necrotizing otitis when the infection spreads to the soft tissues and cartilage, and skull-based、uh, skull osteomyelitis when it extends to the temporal bone or skull base. As mentioned above, the immunocompromised or diabetic patients tend to develop persistent otitis externa, which in sequence carries high risk of developing malignant external otitis. Malignant external otitis usually presents with persistent symptoms, despite of two to three weeks of topical antibiotics. The common signs and symptoms are profound otalgia, persistent foul oral discharge, and granulations in the ear canal. In severe cases, cranial nerve palsies involving nerves six, seven. Nine, ten, eleven, and twelve may be shown, and these are serious signs. Diagnosis of malignant otitis externa is confirmed by demonstrating osseous erosion on CT and radionuclide scanning. Malignant otitis externa requires prolonged antibiotic therapy. Intravenous antibiotic therapy is usually given, but oral ciprofloxacin may be useful for a few patients. Antibiotic therapy has to be continued even when patient become asymptomatic. Reduction in the inflammatory process has to be demonstrated by gallium scanning to discontinue the treatment. If patients are not responding to medical therapy. Surgical debridement of infected bone should be considered. Okay, this is it for this episode. This episode is relatively short, so if you did not have a chance to listen, I want to invite you to listen to my previous episode, that is number twenty-eight, which covers otitis media. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. My name is Ho Jun Yoon, and this is Medicine on the Way.